This is the hottest altcoin on Twitter. This altcoin has been receiving a ton of attention on social media. Today, we're going to dive into it and see if it's worth having in your portfolio. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be discussing one of the absolute hottest altcoins on Twitter or X, doing a deep dive into it and figuring out if it's worth a spot in our portfolios. So we like to go around, identify tickers, and then do the research for you guys so that you don't have to spend the countless hours going through the white paper, going through the website. We're doing that for you. We're going to break it down and see, you know, is this project worth the hype? Mm. So the one today kind of tip ticks a number of different boxes. You know, it falls into the AI category, uh, D-PIN, uh, cloud computing, decentralization. Mm-hmm. So it has a lot of buzzwords. And that can be good because it attracts attention in every narrative. Yeah. For sure. And one of the reasons why this caught our eye specifically is because of a very interesting integration with one of our favorite projects in all of crypto, BitTensor Tau. So whenever any early stage small cap altcoin has anything to do with BitTensor Tau, which might be our favorite project, we're like, okay, we have to do a deep dive into this project, see if it's legit, see what they're doing, see what the connection is to BitTensor Tau. So if you're a holder of BitTensor or have been following along our BitTensor Tau journey for the past year or so, this is a project you need to keep an eye on because not only does it tick all of those narrative boxes like Josh just said, but there's a very interesting integration with Tau. So you need to watch this episode to the end to figure it all out. Yeah, so we'll get into the Tau aspect a little bit later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what is this project doing? It is a cloud computing, a decentralized cloud computing platform that leverages private networks IP addresses, and also uses something known as RDP, which is Remote uh, Desktop Protocols, Mm -hmm. to execute remote operations from around the globe. And these decentralized decentralized cloud servers are helping to change the internet using artificial intelligence. Yeah, for sure. And then when you speak to the D-PIN narrative, right? And, you know, we've kind of started really digging into the D-PIN narrative lately. And why is, why is D-PIN finally coming to fruition as something that money is pouring into and, and people are talking about? Is because the technology is actually caught up to what the idea was, right? So the idea of D-PIN is basically decentralized infrastructure. Now, this idea has been around for years, but blockchains weren't fast enough or scalable enough or just technologically advanced enough to actually make D-PIN work, to simplify it, right? But now, 
as blockchain speed is increasing, as throughput is increasing and scalability is getting there, the idea of decentralized infrastructure can actually work. So we're seeing projects such as like this altcoin we're going to be discussing today, which are building the infrastructure for the decentralization of various machines around the world. It's actually working. So money is flowing into the sector. It's, it's poised to become a multi-trillion dollar sector, some people say. Um, so when you look at this, this altcoin at time of recording is a market cap under 20 million. Yeah, like 18 million. Yeah, so yeah. when you look at a small cap altcoin that's operating in one of the hottest sectors, plus has integrations with some of our favorite projects, this, is a, this could be a game changer. It's pretty interesting. I, I see like, when you go through X, sometimes you don't like to see a project that has only just come to an existence in like late 2023. You know, ideally, you like to see the projects I've been building for the last several years. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you can catch something a bit early. And I noticed that they already are, they have over 4,200 token holders already. Yeah, right. In one month. Yeah. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Like 4,000 plus is pretty massive in a month's time. For sure. Um, and they also have an LLC in Hong Kong. And we know that Hong Kong is a new area where Web3 could potentially see a shit ton of money flowing into. Yep. Because A, China's economy is not doing well. Mm-hmm. So they need to find emerging markets. Web3 is that. Having an LLC as a crypto project also allows for traditional finances that typical crypto projects may not be able to receive. Right. So having the LLC is also a, a little bit of a game changer in the crypto space as well. For sure. So the project we're talking about today and we're revealing now is called OPSEC. Ticker is OPSEC. O-P-S-E-C. And yeah, basically it's a cloud computing platform that's leveraging private networks, IP addresses, RDPs, allowing remote control of computers, decentralized cloud servers all around the world. And they're doing it using artificial intelligence. And that kind of will get into, again, the connection with BitTensorTal later in the episode. Yeah, so a few different utilities when you go through the website, it's like they got OPSEC, Cloudverse, and it's super confused, like trying to like make sense of it all. So we'll try to make sense of it for you guys mm. In this episode, so you have Opsec Cloudverse. It's like, well, what the heck is that? And basically, it allows users access to control blockchain nodes and servers over the internet. So this is ideal for any activities in Web3, whether it's crypto trading, gambling, developing dApps. Users can operate their dApps remotely, so you don't have to be in the physical location to do so. Right. So that's one of the utilities. Yes, and there's Opsec decentralized dedicated servers. So it's bringing decentralization to cloud computing that can be used to make optimized deployments to the cloud. So like dedicated servers that give people their own actual ownership of things that they're deploying on the cloud. Whereas we'll do a comparison between OPSEC and like all the traditional centralized cloud computing companies later in the episode. But basically, you know, if you're deploying something to AWS or Google Cloud, you know, you don't necessarily have your own private ownership of that because those companies are centralized and they own all of your data, right? So that's one of the problems that OPSEC is trying to solve. Yeah, like when you're when you have decentralized servers, you know, you're a small business, the data is hosted on these cloud servers and it will protect your data against loss in case one of the servers goes down and you have access to those IPs from all around the globe. Yep. Uh, so another utility I found was uh, OpSecure Mesh. So this is a security solution that encrypts online blockchain apps to protect them from cyber attacks right. and censorship. So we're seeing a lot more cyber attacks lately. I think having this OpSecure mesh could be a bit of a game changer because I've seen that they have they currently have the ability to access 7 million IP addresses around the globe. Right. So this helps for unlimited storage. You can choose different IP addresses for location, for better performance and security. So 
OpSecure Mesh is a really another unique utility for OpSec. I mean, when you really break it down, the things that OpSec is doing, it's like the, the, the key features of OpSec is, is security. As you said, you know, keeping your data safe, all that kind of stuff, you know, authentication of IDs, verification, all that kind of stuff, and then privacy. And that is kind of one of the main ethos of crypto is privacy, you know, respecting your privacy, whether it be the IP address that you're operating on, keeping it a private network, you know, keeping your identity and your location hidden from potential trackers, hackers, and exploiters. And then, yeah, again, just the whole deep in narrative with cloud computing. So when it comes to the various features and products that we just discussed, just keep in mind that basically what they're trying to do is keep your data more secure, private, and decentralized. You yeah. Know what I mean? Safe. Yeah. Uh, DeepSec AI, another cool one. That, this is one that like, actually caught my eye uh, the most was it protects against deep fake manipulations. Right. Uh, in video conferencing and KYC. I like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's out yet, but obviously these are things like to look forward to. For sure. And that's what, kind of what you want to do. You want to find projects before all these catalysts start to hit. Yeah, it's definitely an early stage project. Like this is this is a roadmap they've set up for the next year or two with all these different features and products that are going to be available. But yeah, look, it's a it's small ambitious. cap yeah. gem. Yeah. So we like to find, find these things early. Obviously, when you get into a project earlier, it's higher risk, higher reward. But that is one of our specialties to find these projects which do show potential, which it seems that OPSEC does. Yeah, absolutely. And then they got OPSEC uh, CloudBot. Mm-hmm. So this is a system to securely host your project. So right. again, like security, privacy, decentralization. Yeah. So one of the really interesting things, which I just alluded to, was the comparison between OPSEC and traditional centralized cloud companies. So we'll get this image up for everyone that's watching the YouTube episode right now. Now you can see OPSEC when you compare it against Amazon AWS, Google Cloud, Microsoft Azure, and even ICP and Acash. So OPSEC is one of the only ones you can see that has multi-chain interoperability. Obviously, it's decentralized, which, all, which you know, Microsoft, Amazon, Google aren't. Uh, it has flexible pricing, all kinds of dedicated support. In terms of AI integration, privacy-focused, OPSEC ticks those boxes where all the others basically don't. So when you're talking about, you know, where are people that want to continue to be private, secure, and decentralized going to launch their cloud products? Well, maybe moving forward, they're going to be moving away from the centralized servers, such as Microsoft, Google, and App, and um, Amazon, and starting to choose something when an OPSEC eventually does launch their actual product, their mainnet and stuff like that. A comparison chart like this shows you why this could actually see, see mainstream adoption. Yeah, when you're seeing interoperability, multi-chain, decentralized, mm-hmm. and are you rewarded through Microsoft or yeah. uh, <laughs> Microsoft or Amazon right now? No. No. Yeah, but at least you're rewarded as an OPSEC holder uh, and you also receive all these benefits. For sure. So maybe we can jump uh, into the Tau integration. Absolutely. So it comes, it's basically, it's, it's nodes, right? So OPSEC nodes. So they're integrating network nodes, which cut across uh, Agen Layer, Optimism, Taikao, and then one of our favorite projects of all time, BitTensor. Yeah, so OPSEC integrates Tau mining into its ecosystem. This enhances the performance and security. This mining process allows network participants, nodes, to use their computational power to validate transactions, which helps maintain and secure a decentralized consensus network for everybody. Mm. And, you know, just because they're on BinTensor now, what prevents them from maybe doing this with another proof-of-work project like Kadena? Yep. You know, and then, you know, they can keep growing and keep adding to different networks. I think, you know, they're only on four or so right now. That number could be 50. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, going back to BitTensor and why we love it so much, it has very similar tokenomics to Bitcoin. 
you know, a very low limited supply, 21 million coins. It's, it has to be mined. You can stake it. So when it comes to um, a project like OPSEC, which is allowing people to basically get involved in mining BitTensor, without having to put up the capital and time and knowledge. You know, I'm not going to be able to set up a BitTensor mining rig in my house. It's just not feasible, right? Yeah. No one can do that. Exactly. But if you want to, in some way, get involved to seeing the profits and benefits from BitTensor mining, then getting involved in OPSEC, and, you know, obviously not financial advice, but getting the OPSEC token can give people some exposure to, in our opinion, possibly the best project in all of crypto, right? Yeah. So that's why when we saw, look, we started seeing people tweet about, OPSEC, you know, um, I'm going to buy some OPSEC so I can get involved in town mining. And we're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So that's like, you know, that is a huge tick box in our, our, you know, the way we analyze projects when we see that OPSEC basically offers like a kind of a portal into the BitTensor town mining sector. I like that a lot. Yeah. Look, the project that's already done 15,000 plus tr transactions has nearly a million dollars in lock liquidity for a project that only just launched, I think like a month or so ago, two mm -hmm. months ago. Yep. Uh, and is associated with town mining. I can see it getting into other networks and mining for that as well. Very ambitious roadmap, very new. But again, we like to highlight these projects before they become mainstream. Yep. Again, it's low cap, it's risky, but that's what crypto is all about. Yeah. It's getting invest. It's getting into projects at an early state. Um, you know, typically in crypto, you know, or sorry, traditional finance, you gotta be a Kevin O'Leary to get into these IPOs, to become, you know, you have to be an accredited investor to see the rewards from getting in early. Yep. With this, it's like, look, have a look, go through the website, see if it's something you like and that it's something that we, you know, we ha we're drawn to at the moment. Yeah, I mean, look, we've both personally invested in OPSEC. We think the high risk, high reward for this low cap early gem is worth it. The fact that it is hitting a bunch of hot narratives such as AI, deep in cloud computing and has an integration with BitTensor Tau. That's enough for me to purchase some OPSEC, which I did very recently. So look, I'm looking forward to seeing them kind of actually deliver on this ambitious roadmap they have. They've got a lot of things for the re remainder of 2024. Basically all of the, pro the products and features that we just outlined in this episode, they're going to be, they're, they're on the way, right? Yeah. So this is not an established project, which is why the market cap is so low. So look, we've taken the plunge. We both own OPSEC and um, yeah, look, I think, um, I think they've got a pretty interesting future. Yeah. I just want to see the, the developers develop and I want to see the project actually progress. Mm -hmm. You know, and if they can do that, then I'll be a long-term holder. Yeah, I mean, look, if they can deliver on the promises and stuff that they have in their roadmap, this thing could 10x. Like, I could see this at a $100 million market cap if they actually do all the things they're going to say to do, which at this point, we have no reason to say they could do it. Yeah. So that's why we bought some OPSEC. That's it. Yeah. Hey, look, make sure you guys tune to the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.